Hey, this is Shmina. This is the Two Quick Things podcast. I'm going to jump right in. So I read this article on the Harvard Business Review, and it basically is about seven skills that aren't about to go. Basically, they're not going to go out of style. They named a few of them, so I'm going to chime in on a few of those and give some of my thoughts and then share some personal ones that I uh, skills that I don't think are going out of style. Um, it'll make sense when you get there. So those will be the two quick. And then I have two podcast episodes to recommend and shows. So the first, uh, part of the article talks about professional skills that aren't going to go out of style. So I will co-sign on these fully and completely. So one communication that's never going to go out of style. There's never going to be artificial intelligence or robot that's going to come in and out communicate you. So that means um, anytime that you have an ability to engage in an actual conversation, use your words, write the email that has the, you know, the tone and tenor that you actually want to communicate and to put out there, that's something that's never going to go away. Communication will never be a skill that is unhelpful, regardless of the type of role that you're in. If you work with people, if you work with children, if you work with educators, all of those are people, clearly. If you work with machines, you're going to have to communicate how those work and talk about how people use them. Communication will never go out of style. If you are an entrepreneur, if you work for an organization or a business, you are always going to have to have, improve, adjust your way of communication and your communication style. That doesn't mean that you're going to need to change it to make it fit what somebody else is looking for. But if you want to have some level of success, you're going to have to know how to talk to people. It's, it's real simple. It's not that, it's not that deep. You're going to have to know how to talk to people and you will learn the ways in which your communication and your communication style may not fit or work for your current business organization, your clients, because they will tell you, either they will tell you verbally, they will communicate that to you, they will take their business el elsewhere, or you will see them kind of fall off the radar slowly. So sometimes it's an abrupt rip the Band-Aid, sometimes it's a they call on you less, they are less likely to respond in a timely manner, and those, are, those will be signs that your communication, you need to tighten that up, get that together. And if you don't know how to do that, Speak with your friends, watch people who online, people are communicating things online that you listen to every day. So something about those messages, about the people that you follow, um, sometimes there are words, sometimes there are pictures, um, sometimes there's animation, but all of those are ways that communication happens all around you and that you can be learning from. And so that's probably the number one skill that is not going to go away or be replaced by computers, artificial intelligence, et cetera. Um, Emotional intelligence or emotional competence. Machines are not emotional. Uh, despite this whole robot thing that they're trying to do, that's, that's the devil's work, first of all. So I'm not even going to talk about that. But your emotional intelligence, your ability to read a situation and respond accordingly. A number of episodes back, I talked to, and I don't remember what it was, but it was about essentially emotional intelligence and a skill that people don't have. So for example, one related to this is you know how to act with a sense of urgency without losing your damn mind and everything going haywire. That is a skill. I, I'm not sure how one obtains it. Thankfully, I have, I have it. Um, I don't know how I, I 
learned it or if it's innately within me, but it is a skill. Not everyone has it. But machines and computers don't pick up on those social cues. Um, they don't know how to read a situation because they're not looking at you. They're just spitting out a formula, a response, a sentence, an answer, and they're not familiar with how to nuance a situation so that you are responsive to the needs. You take the time when it becomes necessary. And some of that is, you'll see visually people who are looking for some sort of other response than what you're giving them. So that there's an emotional competence and intelligence that says, you know how to hold it together you know how to kind of play with the back and forth of the situation, ebb and flow, if you will. Um, that's not going to go away. It just isn't. Um, there's certainly ways to enhance one's emotional intelligence, which maybe I'll talk about that at a future episode. I'm not going to say next because I keep doing that. But um, there are ways to increase your emotional competence and emotional intelligence. And they're not hard. Um, they just take time and practice. Um, something else that's not going to go away with computers or um, artificial intelligence, connection, the ability to connect with other people and be in relationship with them. And I don't mean romantic relationship, although if that's your thing, go for it. But I mean the human to human relationship that you can see. I see you, you see me like eye to eye, like situation to situation. And you can understand where I'm coming from, or you can see the confusion on my face. And there's an opportunity there for a connection to be made. Um, sometimes it's you connect over sports. You connect over uh, similar family type situations. You connect over just a feeling. Maybe it's a movie. Maybe it's a book, a TV show, a quote. But there's nothing that's going to replace that, that connection that you can't quite put your finger on, but you know it's there. You ever meet somebody and you're like, I fucks with this person, if I'm speaking like loosely, like I, I'm they're my friend. I it just it's just working. And you can have conversations about professional stuff. You can delve into some of the personal stuff and the things that you do outside of work. And you just feel connected to that person because you're like, yes, they get me. I get them and it works. So those are the types of things that you're not those. That's a skill that you're that's not going to go away. And it's, it's actually really easy to do. We all do it in some way or in a, some way, shape, or form with other people that we work with. So if you have, like, a work bestie, those are folks that you've connected with. And you may even not, not remember exactly what it is about the connection and how it started, but you're like, yeah, that's my dude. That's my homie at work, you know? And there's nothing that's going to be able to replace somebody's ability to do that. So these are all, as you can hear me say, they're all like those intangible things. It's not a, it's not a hard skill set. It's not a computer program. It's not a, I know how to do this, put this widget in this box. And so at some point the skill is going to go away and there's going to be a machine doing it. But these are all those intangible things that are, that connect us human to human. So sometimes they're in a headspace if it's the communication piece, but sometimes it's in a heart space where it's the emotional intelligence and the connecting from one human to another that says that I see you, I get where you, you're coming from, or I'm trying to understand. So help me, help me understand you a little bit better. So those are those things that they're not going to be replaced by machines. They just aren't. So those are areas and skills that tighten up, probably a good idea. Now let's flip, do the flip side of this from my own, my, the top of my head. Skills that aren't going to go away. Listening. 
um, and I'm gonna try not to get like ranty about this, but listening is not a skill that's ever going to go away. You ever work with somebody or people who you like, you don't listen. If you had listened to what I said, then we wouldn't be in this situation. That doesn't mean do what I said, but did you listen to what I said? Did you listen to me trying to help us circumvent the situation without get it getting out of hand? That is one of those a skill that's not listed in this, the, the um, article, but I'll, I'll link to it. But there's nothing that's going to replace listening. Are you a person that hates repeating yourself? Because I do. So I really value when people listen. And sometimes you, you have those real special people. Of course, I like to think I'm one of those folks that listen between the lines. They listen to the silence as well and the parts of you that are silent. I love that. That is such an invaluable skill because sometimes people are so anxious to listen to then be able to respond right back. So they're not even listening. They're just waiting for you to stop talking or for you to take a breath and so that they can insert themselves. So listening, that's a skill that is never going to go away personally, professionally. Second one, paying attention. That go this goes hand in hand with listening. Paying attention. Sometimes there are social cues that are real obvious and some that are like not so obvious, but if you're paying attention to the situation, you're reading the room, you're observing what's going on, you're, you're tuning into the energy that's in the room, and that doesn't mean you absorb the energy that's in the room, but you're paying attention to it. You're listening to the ums, the ahs, you're looking at who's making eye contact with who, you're listening to the things that aren't said, you're listening to, oh, I'm sorry, you're not listening to, you're paying attention to the things that are said, that aren't said, the things that fall off the radar or fall off the agenda, even though they were on there. But sometimes whoever's leading it, they may steer it in one way. Pay attention to those things because those are going to give you the cues of what you need to be paying attention to and what the organization or the group is paying attention to. Um, and sometimes you have the ability to influence what is going on because you're paying attention to something that maybe somebody in leadership has said or someone who is influential in your group. You have the ability to chime in on those things, but you got to be paying attention. You can't be all caught up on your laptop. You can't caught up taking fake notes. You can't, those things don't help you pay attention. Sometimes they do. And so there are, there are folks who may be responding to a variety of maybe ADHD or um, other mental health things where they, it looks like they're not paying attention, but they are, but that's not all of us. Um, if you are in that situation and you're like, I'm, I, perhaps I should be diagnosed, engage with the mental health provider or your primary care physician to see if that's something that actually makes sense for you. Um, talk to your EAP. If you work for a company that has an employee assistance program, those are typically at no charge uh, to the employee and you get so many sessions. EAP is the acronym, Employee Assistance Program. If you don't know if your company has one, peruse your company's or organization's HR website most Larger employers have them, and even some of the small ones. I work in a nonprofit, and we certainly have an EAP that we are connected to. But anywho, moving on. So the third and final one is the personal things that aren't, skills that aren't going to go away. Um, I don't even know how to form this, but, like, here's a skill to not have. Don't be an asshole, or to have. Just don't be an asshole. The, it, that one's pretty simple. And you generally will know if you are the asshole in your organization, in your group, because people won't generally come to you for things or 
people will wait to the last minute because they don't want to spend a lot of time with you on those. Um, not being an asshole, I, I guess it's a skill set because sometimes people don't realize the things that the way that they're communicating with other folks, um, the way that they are not communicating if they're not being invited to projects very often or they're, again, they're being brought in at the last minute. Um, their communication is terse um, or abrasive. And uh, I think there's a difference when people are like, well, I'm just direct. Um, you can be direct without being rude. You can be direct without being curt or short. There's a way to be direct and get your point across without being an asshole. That's one of those things that people, it's a skill that's not going to go away. Don't be that. Um, I know I'm saying that a little bit uh, weirdly, but essentially at the end of the day, listening, paying attention, and not being an asshole are going to get you far further than doing the opposite of those things. So... Those are just some things that I have learned over my career, um, and they are still applicable. Any position that I've been in, any department that I've been a part of or organization, those have all been steps and skills that I have um, employed over the course of time. None of them have expired. None of them are going away now or anytime soon. So I would implore you to think about those. So professionally communication, emotional competence or intelligence, connection, and then listening, paying attention, and not being an asshole. All skills that you can do, they, they are free to learn. There's interwebs. Google is at no cost. And you can look up on how to, to tighten up in those areas if you want to. You can slide into my DMs. Happy to give a few tips on those if that's helpful. All right, so some podcast recommendations. So I got two. Um, and there are episodes, but I think the shows I've listened to multiple episodes of these particular shows. One is called the nod. Um, it's on Gimlet is the, I think the network it's on and don't ask me the names of the, um, two co-hosts. One is Brittany for sure. I know that I know that's her name. The other gentleman that I'm looking here on the picture, I don't know the name because I don't have that in front of me, but they did an episode called the rise and fall of black TV featuring Erica Alexander on May 6th of this year. Um, super great episode. Erica Alexander played, um, cousin Pam on the Cosby show. She paid, uh, she played, uh, Maxine Shaw attorney at law on living single. And then you didn't hear a ton more from her. And she talks about that on the episode. It's really, really good. I will link you and I will put which episode it's in it's a really good episode. And, um, just lots to learn about, black TV and how it, how, uh, black women primarily were or were and are viewed as part of the rise in the fall. So that was, it was a really good episode. So kudos to that show. I'll link them in the show notes. And then, um, one of my favorite podcasts called Brown Ambition with, uh, Mandy, I don't even know her last name. Sorry, Mandy. And then Tiffany Aliche, also known as the Budget Nista. It's episode 173, When Money Issues Threaten Your Mental Health. And I just really appreciated how um, Tiffany, who, a.k.a. the Budget Nista, was talking about the time where she, and if you listen to the episode, you'll, see, you'll hear parts of her story, um, where she was in like an emotional depression because she didn't know if it was clinical, clinical depression, but an emotional depression based on a number of money issues that she had, which eventually led to the creation and the development of the budget niche budget Nista. But I, I really appreciated the authenticity and the rawness around 
financial stress um, and how tough that can be and how isolating it can feel because so often we want to live uh, and be as the Joneses. And that's not the reality. Like, I want to, you know, at some point I want to be rich, but I don't need to look rich because what does rich even look like or wealthy? I don't need to look wealthy. I just need to be it. But anywho, that was a really good episode and it really gave pause to all the stressors that happen when you have money issues and there's not really a great outlet to talk to folks about that because it's the things that you're not supposed to talk about money and mental health. And so for her to combine those things and really humanize that experience was awesome. So thank you to that. Um, uh, Tiffany, AKA the budget Nista, and I will link those again. I'll put, I'll add them in the show notes and, um, that's it for this episode. If you're listening, you already know where to find the show. So I'm not going to bore you with repeating that this week that, and I don't have the list in front of me, but feel free to slide in my DMS. If you have questions or if you want to chime in on anything and I will see y'all next week. And by see you, I mean, you will hear my voice in the next week. All right. Bye.